Last time on Desperate Tune, the crew returned triumphant after a successful hit against Cutlet. They paraded down the streets and feasted on the sausages they had liberated from the butcher, but all was not well. Vidrohil was badly injured, and a score of this size put a target on the crew's back. Moonlit, quite displeased with both of these things, went to work shoring up the boarding house's defenses, and pinned the blame squarely on Alcadir, who was trying to steal some of the thunder. Initial efforts to treat Vidrohil with leeches was unsuccessful, but a visit from Polomy, an actual doctor, fixed him right up. There was a catch. A devotee of the hungering one, Polomi insisted on setting up a soup kitchen at the boarding house, at a time where the crew could hardly afford to have strangers coming and going. But with danger came opportunity. While keeping an eye on the priests of the hungering one, Saida overheard them speculating about the crew's connection to a certain Prithichandra Bideha. Prithichandra was of course the intended recipient of the passport the crew had stolen all that time ago, and now she was helping the Ankayats look for Salman, the man she was meant to marry. The news was soon corroborated by Al-Qadir. Chandra, he said, had been investigating Salman's ties to the King of Lies. The investigation would eventually lead to Saida and the House of Endings, which had been registered with her stolen passport. Of course, she wasn't doing this work alone. She'd hired a lawyer well known for dealings with the Khatrisi, Hardil Subramanian. Once she put two and two together, she'd go to war against the crew to regain her title. Al-Qadir had his own reasons for getting involved. He'd much rather Chandra not find Salman and marry him instead. So he hatched a plan to waylay Prithichandra's investigations so that he and the crew might both benefit. Alkadir had weaseled his way into Prithichandra's inner circle. Under the guise of helping her navigate the bureaucracy of Kagazarania, he'd attempt to sweet-talk her, and Bidrohi's assistance would be welcome. Furthermore, they'd have to intercept Hardil. The crew didn't know much about him, but they figured a lawyer of his stature would need bespoke tailoring, so they asked Doomjorji for information. Luckily, the tailor had a detailed dossier listing all of Hardil's clothing and trap suppliers. Tailing Hardil from one of his usual stops, Wushwick learned that he met clients at a rowdy Severosi pub in Kagasrania, where it just might be possible to kidnap him. Uduasha City, where the sun is a mirror and the moon a shadow where dancers cavort in forbidden operas, making love to forgetting and flame. Where the wealthy play at war with silver swords and silken sashes. Where the people mine the dead heart of a burning star for cannonballs and pipework. And where a thousand secrets hide in a forest of paper and ink. Here, the five keybearers reside. The five who know the secrets of the broken gates of death. Five. Five only. There is no sixth spire, forlorn and forgotten in the desert. There is no one who looks to the displaced, the poor and destitute and landless, whose ancestry has been stripped from them by foreign looms and foreign sparcraft, and no one has ever heard of the House of Endings. But this is their story. Their roots pulled up and burned, they stand in filth up to their necks, and that is precisely why they must keep their heads ever high. Welcome to Uduasha, immigrant. May it fear the name of the house you will build. Welcome to Desperate Tune, an actual play podcast about characters with their identities in peril, played by an international cast devoted to fiction-first gaming, collaborative world-building, and complex character drama. Taking a step back, what yeah. there are a lot of moving parts. So just to resummarize what is going on here, so that everyone's mm-hmm. clear about it. Uh, Priti Chandra is implying Hardil Subramanian and Al Qadir, 
to wildly different people to find yeah. out uh, what has become of uh, Salman and of her uh, certificate of nobility. And she is very close to unraveling this, and she has hired Hardil to find out basically who the hell is the king of lies and how is he connected to all this. That's like the linchpin. So if Hardil uncovers that information, the jig is up. And you are going to try to stop this from happening by just kidnapping Hardil and presumably distracting Alkader and Priti Chandra somehow. I love that. Yeah, this is this is inspiring in me the same emotion that it inspired in me the last time we tried to kidnap him. Except <laughs> now I am literally in a position to stop it. Instead, Saida's going to be like, "Yes, excellent solution. Why would we not enact this?" Yes, so, you know. Yeah, just there are a lot of moving parts to this course. So just re-summarizing yeah. like what we're doing, so yes. everyone is clear about the, the goals here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm supposed to meet him and pretend to be a client, and then as soon as he's done getting kidnapped, I, I will rush over to help Alkader? Question mark or not help I, yeah, him? I don't know. I just want to point out that if you leave Alkader unsupervised, things may not go as you intend. Oh in man! With yeah. Maybe in that case it makes sense for Saida to be the one talking. Maybe, to maybe, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I mean, maybe I will be the potential <laughs> client. So that Bidrohi can supervise Alkader uh, okay. into not, you know, destroying our reputation just by proxy. Uh-huh. Fair enough. I mean, I'm perfectly capable of being the client too. I already had my problem, mm-hmm. but you know, you can you can do it. It's fine. Thanks. Yes. Uh, I think it's very important that we uh, share these duties around, and also. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> okay. Now... Tell you what. Uh-huh. I- I'm going to suggest to you, you know, when yes. you're like, okay, you're going to, be... auntie, okay. Here is bulletproof ironclad case that would really appeal to a man who is apparently trying to build a reputation as a defender of the Kethrisi people and their interests. Look at this libel. And then I slam the mud poem and the stick figure drawing down in front of you. First of all, you don't sue your allies. That's like rule one of being somebody's friend is not is like not suing them. Auntie, I love how, <laughs> how much you're getting into this client role, but I will remind you, we're not actually hiring this man. We're kidnapping him. Okay, yeah, no, I mean that was out of character. I think in character, Saida will just look at you and say, um, "Okay, that's it. It's probably the most." Uh, uh, dangerous thing that she could have said to you, and that's what she does. Well, today is uh, full of people being laconic to me. Interesting. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, okay. Let's. Uh, are we ready yeah. to go to engagement? I yes. think we are. I think we are. <laughs> okay. Um, this, uh... I will say I'm definitely getting Mr. Rohini's help, but I think uh, I'm going to yeah, flashback that. But yeah. yeah, I think we can just include it in the engagement role, to be honest, because it just yeah. makes sense that you would. Mr. Rohini yeah. is your ally, and this. Rohini's turf. So, yeah. yeah. Just to be so, clear, do we want Alkader to seduce this woman or not? I don't mind either way, to be honest. Uh, I think it would be yeah. funny. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's not a bad person for some definition of bad. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And who knows? Maybe she is a bad person. In which case, yeah, I don't want her anywhere near us. Uh-huh. But, you know. I, I love how Alkader has been involved in so many of your scores for no good reason. Yep. <laughs> but, Except that we love him. Yeah. 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 Okay. So is this score particularly bold or daring? 
Yeah, Kagasaranium, I think so. Yeah, yeah but like, yeah. I mean, oh, sorry, we are we are trying to kidnap somebody with that while the pants are down. Correct. On that note, is this operation complex or contingent yes. on many factors? I think yes. so. Yeah. So yeah. We're back to one Be- because it just occurred to me something because when I first said what the plan was, uh, it seemed to all like uh, fall into place. But what I didn't consider was. How do we actually get him out of the pub without anyone noticing? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Katam, this I, I, is a high value extraction target, and I trust you fully. Yep. You don't even okay, have to I'll, tell us. All right. This is mm. the kind of stuff you don't plan in Blades, but it is an excellent question. <laughs> I'll, I'll think of something. Mm-hmm. And I look forward to playing to find out. Yeah. Yes. Does the plan's detail expose a vulnerability of the target or hit them where they're weakest? Arguably, yes. yes. He'll have his best Who dog. is yeah. not weak in the loop? Uh-huh. Is the target strong against this approach or do they have particular defenses or special preparations? I don't think so. He does case. not. He demonstrably no. did not have any defenses against this. <laughs> no. <laughs> and also he has he has lost he has lost his very, very powerful backer that he yeah. had in the last yeah. season. I mean so he's not expecting happened. someone to do this to him in Kagazarnia because it's a very oh. stupid thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. do I will I, I will also say like how likely is it that it happens to you twice? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Can any of your friends or contacts provide aid or insight for this operation? Rohini. Yes, Mr. Rohini. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's three dice. Are any enemies or rivals interfering in this operation? Hmm? Are they? Uh, Let me check real quick. Is House Enixus interfering? No, not yet. Is that the feeling? I don't think the houses are interfering. They're looking for Salman. Too, is but, Captain yeah. Peregrine involved or is Omid involved? They're both Ooh. like people who are tangentially mm. could be. Oh, I, I did. I was gonna say we also have a ward boss whom we've been steadfastly ignoring. Yes, yeah. just something. To and the reason the reason you've been ignoring them actually is that Captain Peregrine sort of took over in the first. Uh, oh yes, that's true. First uh, season, and Captain Peregrine has a clock to investigate you. So, yes. but let's not let's not say any enemies or rivals are interfering this time. Actually, yes. I don't think they factor in here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, are there other elements you want to consider? Yes, a higher tier target here. I do think that Hardil is still like he's mm-hmm. not. Oh yeah. The top mob lawyer anymore, but he still is a mob lawyer. So, I think his tier and experience factor into this. So you're two dice. Yeah. Oh, two dice. That's a lot of dice. Wow. Uh, I will roll because I'm pretending to be the client. Yes. So we roll two dice on the engagement. Mm-hmm. It's a six. Oh. Very nice. Nice. Okay. Control position. Very it's because nice Saida's actually, um, as previously established, the vizier of the House of Lies. If there's anything they are good at, it is lying. Mm-hmm. That's true. So. Uh, it would be embarrassing if we were bad at this. Sorry, yeah, go on. Uh, yes, so uh, Bidruhi is not going to be at the pub. Bidruhi is going to be where Al-Kader and Prijachandra are, I guess. <clears throat> yeah, we'll see. <clears throat> yeah, but we'll start with the pub then. So the Tyrmore Arms is a... Like, it's a Severosi pub, so it's it's foreign. It's not mm-hmm. the vibe you're used to, used to which um, in, in what we have established about this uh, setting means, I guess oh, it God, looks vaguely French. like... Yeah, it looks vaguely French. So it's like a, a French restaurant. Yeah, um, okay. There are checkered tablecloths 
there are lit candles. There's this is why it's bribery. It's not being bribed by beer. It's being bribed by haute cuisine. Yes. <laughs> it's a brasserie. Um, yes. It's a brasserie. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's a brasserie, Sorry, and it has uh, obviously it has expensive wines. I mean, it can still be a good beer. Like you know, Belgium exists. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. And not in this world, it doesn't, but okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, anyway, the thing here is that Hardel is already on another job, but you're approaching him yes. to be like, I want to hire you. And so I think yeah. since this is a controlled position, but you are not past the first obstacle, the first obstacle is simply approaching Hardil. And the reason this is mm. controlled is that he was planning on meeting some contact here so he could bribe them, right? Yeah. And I think the, the straightforward reason why this is going well for you is his contact is late. So he's yeah, sitting there, sense. he's looking at his watch. He is very annoyed, but at the same time, the Uduashan bureaucracy moves at a glacial pace, so it's not like this is super unusual. <laughs> it's... Yeah, he's nursing like a wine. Yeah, because exactly. it's yeah not unexpected. Yeah, I I think even though this place has beer and it's probably what he plans to do the bribe with, I don't think Hardil is a beer guy. He's totally a wine. No, guy. he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't strike me as a beer guy either. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. Okay. Yeah. Um... Enjoying a glass of wine, just like waiting for his contact to show up. Yeah, uh, I will approach him. I think that like there is some attempt at like not really a disguise, but at least like you know I've done my hair up differently or something, right? Um, and I also have a glass of hmm. Yeah, I have a glass of like wine in my hand, and I will approach him and I will say. Um, I'm so sorry to bother you. You you were the Hardil Subramanian. Oh man, now I have to do Hardil's voice. I realized. That... Yes. Yeah, I know. I know. I was waiting for you to realize this. I was like, yes. Now it's your problem. <laughs> yes. Uh, so he looks up. The light catches in his glasses, and he says, "Yes." Well, I I noticed that. I presume that whoever you're meeting isn't here, and I was wondering whether I could have a moment of your time. Ah, hmm. He takes up his pocket watch, he looks at it, uh, like, lo- so long as to, like, be rude towards you, almost as if he's hoping that as the second pass, his contact will show up. And then he sighs, and he says, Yeah. <clears throat> I suppose I have um, time. Ah, thank you so much. Um, I... My name is Saida, Saida Ankatham. Uh, you may have heard of the sword school that... I'm familiar. The... He cuts you off. Ah, great. Um, and I, 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 she, she's just like, okay. Um, well, I was wondering if I might beg your services on a matter. Just your advice. I don't wish to imply that I could afford your fees, but uh, if if I might just ask a question of someone much learned in the ways of this city's power structures, its bureaucracy. Well, there's no rule against simply asking questions, and uh, all you'd be wasting is my time, which is being wasted already. I'm sorry to hear that. And I think this is the first time you're seeing Saida kind of like, not a cantankerous old auntie. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Um, I'm curious and, about something uh, before you answer. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. Uh, based on what we know about Hardil and his role in, well, briefly subjugating the Ketrisi, I don't know if that's still going on through many of any of like Munna's shell corporations or whatever. How do you feel about this man? I don't like him very much at all, which is why yeah. I'm trying very hard to like him. Yes, but, good. Um, so I'm I, I'm just gonna like kind of motion to the chat because I haven't really been given permission to sit yet, but I presume you let me sit. Yeah, um, he. I mean, it's not his table. <laughs> he's just true, sitting yeah. here. I think he's yeah. in fact sitting at the bar, so you'll have to like. Oh, sit he's sitting at. Oh, even better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so yeah. I will sit down, um, and I will uh, say, well, I have something mm -hmm. of a problem. You see, it seems that I have filed some incorrect paperwork, and my ability to disentangle myself from this issue seems quite frankly impossible. And I was wondering whether is it even worth attempting or should I merely just pay whatever fee they demand of me? I think make your first roll here. Uh, yeah. Because you are now you are outright lying to him. It's a control position. Yes. They're not very high yeah. stakes. You, yeah. you know, you might find out that you're lying, but you might have many, many reasons for doing so. Yes. So um so sway mm-hmm right controlled standard it's two sixes Ooh, it's a critical okay well, yeah i so... will say that this is one of the most useless roles to ever crit on because uh -huh. again it's a well, it's a low stakes conversation so far but yes maybe not uh well, i think what happens okay. is that he for whatever reason he takes interest in your question and hmm. uh, he will order you a drink. And since he's a wine guy, what he will do is he will order a wine bottle. Because your whole goal yes. was to like try to get yes. him to go to the bathroom, Absolutely. right? So I think yeah, your yeah. trip bonus here is he orders a wine bottle to split with you, which means he's going to be drinking yeah. more than he was really planning. Yeah. But, you know... It does also mean that I may also be drinking more than I'm planning. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sure. But yeah, he great. is finding this whole affair like very tedious. But he will listen yeah. to you. And we don't have to... Okay. Like listen sure, to I you think... elaborating your whole whole case. I think like you've swayed yeah, enough yeah, yeah. that he's willing to listen to you and talk to you and like have a drink with you. I think what I want to do, by the way, is uh -huh. um, uh, Mr. Rohini has probably told me like given me some information about the kind of thing that he might find interesting. So maybe part of this is I'm dangling exactly the kind of bait that he does find himself intrigued by. Right. So I mentioned some specific form, some specific something that I'm like, I'm having trouble, trouble with this. And he's like, wow, nobody's heard of this form except me. Right. Um, okay. So your crit bonus, if you want, can be that this guy has a favorite form, which is a thing to have. Well, uh -huh. well I mean, it's like um, maybe you have some like maybe you have some specific weird legal principle that only you care about. Right? Yes, and, and obviously, Mr. Rohini has told me, yeah, yes. no, go on, yeah. Obviously, he is very curious about the people who have filled out Form 43, Section 7. Section 7, oh my god, I've just done this to myself. Yeah, great, fantastic. I'll tell him that, that no problem. Um, uh -huh. Yeah, so maybe so what I'll tell him is I filled out this form, and I have uh -huh. the form, but it yes. seems like in order to actually use it to get in, like... The form yep. is not enough, and I'm like, how dare you say this to me, right? So maybe I you should do may, care about this. Yeah. You may mark your special item, which is Form 43, right. Section 7, Section seven. which has right. yeah. never before been useful right. in any way. Correct. <laughs> yeah. I've never gone into the world. Why would I need to get? Uh, yes. By the way, I will mention this. 
In episode zero, I said my initial plan was to find furniture made from my ancestral mangroves yes. and burn it in the wild. That's why I had this form. I have made mm -hmm. zero progress towards this so far. Yes. I just want to show everybody I'm still thinking about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So and that's yeah, why it was him. meant to load. Yes. Uh -huh. So you show him this form. And he gets quite curious. And let's not beat about mm. the bush here. You rolled a critical yeah. hit, and whether or not yeah. you can get him to like go into the bathroom is not the interesting part here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, it will. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, in fact, I think let's just say that I will tell him I filed this form, and let's just establish that maybe I have tried to use it. I have all of the documentation, mm. and even though I have all of the documentation. I haven't been let in. And this is like one of the very few things in Uduwasha where like having the right documentation doesn't get you in. Probably because going into the well is mad and you can't just do it in the form. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. So he, he will take interest in this and uh, yes. he will, you know, talk at length about like, ah, yes, well, because of the safety constraints that apply, very interestingly, mm. you must also. And then he goes yes, through that. Yeah. Like, you ba you basically must like you can legally force yourself inside, but then you must yeah. basically sign a waiver that says like I don't hold the city responsible <laughs> if I yeah. die. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And also, you must wear for some obscure reason wear a hard hat. Uh, yeah, great. <laughs> Only a hard hat though. No gloves. Yes. Not necessary. Yeah. Okay. Um. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm just gonna like genuinely talk to him about this, and I'm gonna slowly but surely get sozzled, right? Mm -hmm. um, yes. And maybe as as this conversation goes, some genuine anger is coming out from Saida, but also because I'm talking to somebody I really dislike about something I really care about, and to my utter disgust, I find myself kind of sympathizing with him. Like he's giving me useful advice, you know. He's mm -hmm. telling me things that I've always wanted to hear. Right. And I don't know if anybody listening or anybody at this table has had this experience, but sometimes someone you really don't like, someone for like for, for a petty reason will just say something you're like, wow, you're right. And then you hate yourself. Yes. That is what has happened. Uh, yes. And so he is going to go into the the bathroom. Like he's going to mm. go uh, do that after having had his wine. Uh, mm. But there are two things going on here. One of them is he does not bring his briefcase into the bathroom because it, that would be weird. Why so that would will, you do that? Yeah. yeah. So that uh, will be left here. Uh, yes. Conspicuously, almost suspiciously, unoverlooked. Mm. Like he just yes. leaves it by the side of his yeah. chair, uh, which is a little weird. He yep. like this is something that would draw your attention normally. The other yeah. thing is that when Hardil is gone, his contact is going to conspicuously enter. Yes. <laughs> Of course, the contact is very good. Yeah, because mm -hmm. I mean, you you got the whole situation like they are delayed, but they're not delayed forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so absolutely. A, and they're going to recognize yeah. the suitcase, which is why it was left behind. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah exactly. And so a a, a short statured, relatively plain looking woman with uh, mm -hmm. black hair in a square cut. Uh, mm -hmm. walks over towards the briefcase and like very visibly looks around for Hardil. Like because mm. you know, I'm just briefcase going is... to Yeah. Yeah. I will wave at her and I will say, um he's gone to see a man about a horse. Ah. Thank you. What? Would you like some wine? Why not? Why not? Great. Mm -hmm. A third person to add to this lovely party. Uh um yeah. Fantastic. And it's on his tab. So in fact, if yep. I can, I'm going to add, uh, order another bottle yes. of wine on his tab. 
Yes. Well, actually, it's the fourth person because the surprise guest is in the bathroom. <laughs> ah, well, yes. Uh, so she is carrying just a small folder, I think, yeah. of papers. She doesn't have mm. a briefcase or anything. She's carrying a small... And she has the look about her that she doesn't really know that this is important. Mm. It's like he has requested right. to take a look at these papers. Yeah. And again, the bureaucracy, the whole bureaucracy operates like a little bit yeah. shadow legally, right? So it's one of those. Absolutely. Does he have the permission yeah. to see these papers? Probably not, but. Yeah, but, you know, she has the permission to show it to whoever she deems, kind of. Yeah. Uh, great. So she has basically an unmarked, mysterious manila folder. And this Lovely. may actually be relevant. Yeah, the, the, I, I recognize that you have left two things in front of me that I want to grab. But before yes. that happens, let's see what everybody else is up to. Yes. Then, yeah. Oh. Yes. Uh, b before we cut to Bidru here, I think it makes sense to see Mushfik. So Mushfik is hiding in one of the stalls. Um, yeah, <laughs> I I kind of want to set myself up for success here. So I don't okay. think Mushfik just, you know, came into the front door, went to the bathroom, and didn't come out for, you know, a long time. I think that might raise too many questions. Some questions? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, so let's maybe, I don't know if there's going to be a flashback, but let's, I want to... What Mushu's gonna try to do is enter either through like the back window or through the roof. And I'm also gonna try to set up some way of extracting her little from the bathroom. So if maybe I'll um, set up some kind of like, you know, rope and pulley system on the roof. Rope too. and pulley system, yes. <laughs> so, sure. Yeah. Um. Let's have this be a role of some kind. I think it's yeah. also controlled for you because you have this going for you. So controlled standard tinker to set up a rope and pulley system, I guess, unless you have some other. Yeah, I, I think I can't. I don't see how this can be anything else because I'm, okay. I'm. Yeah. I'm, I'm... OK, uh... so I will offer you a devil's bargain in this case, because I don't think you're good at this sort of thing. No, I am not. <laughs> uh -huh. So You have a rope and pulley system, and I think you're your very funny Devil's Bargain will sort of accept, affect your success here, which is uh, you have a rope and pulley system through like the, the thin inner ceiling to the pub's attic, which is where you entered. So you don't have a straight mm. way in or out. Ah, So you yes. can accept it and have a bonus dice, but you can only hoist him up into the attic initially. Okay, all right. Do I know what like the, what the layout of this bathroom is? Are there windows? Are, is there, like, a, I don't know, Skylight, I like roll I for bathroom layout. Yeah, I was going to say actually, I think this action, like the success and consequences, it makes sense that they describe the bathroom. If this goes horribly, then the situation is very bad for you. If it goes swimmingly, maybe as a crit bonus, the layout is nicer. So I'm okay, suggesting right. we handle it like that. Okay, let's do that. Yeah, so it's controlled standard, and basically standard will mean like you have an opportunity to to ambush him if it succeeds. Mm -hmm. Uh, but there may be some consequences or complications. Do yeah. you take the Devil's Bargain? I will take the Devil's Bargain and any other way to get a bonus die because I really need it. I guess I could push myself, yeah? Uh, they don't stack with Devil's Bargain. Oh, right, sorry. But you can be assisted by someone. Oh, yes, I can so... be assisted. Sorry, I keep forgetting which one can be stacked. Yeah. yeah. Who can assist me? Who here has experience with ropes and pulleys? I, I have an idea, actually. A kind of bat <laughs> batty way by which Bidruhi could, if I may. Yes. Drop it in. Uh, you know who works with ropes and pulleys a lot is actors for mm -hmm. like oh. being lifted into the air and whatnot. And you have been hanging out a lot at the opera, so maybe you have maybe Mumtaz lent you a harness that's meant to like make her fly in some scenes. That's not what she gave it to me for. Yeah, <laughs> uh, fair, fair. Mm. 
but Sherekatam, you can have it, but please give it back immediately, preferably by tonight, for reasons uh-huh. I will not explain to you. Yes. Very good. I'm, I'm so, glad Saida was not around for this conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, sure. Call them. We'll we'll take it a bit and holding it a bit gingerly. Like, oh, okay. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Let's so, see it. Ooh, four and four. Four and four. Okay. Yep. So, uh, your standard effect is the bathroom layout is in your favor, yep. uh, and by in your favor, I mean like there are a couple of like this has running water. Uduasha has modern plumbing, so mm-hmm. there's uh, there's like some sinks. There's a couple of toilet stalls, and uh, I guess there is like a urinal type situation along one side. There is a small window, but I think you'd be hard pressed to like fit anyone in or out because you took this devil's right. bargain of the attic thing. Okay. Uh, however, what there is is the the ceiling above this bathroom is just super flimsy. It's like plywood and paper, and there is an attic up above. Mm-hmm. And your controlled consequence here will be that this attic is one of those attics that I don't know how common these are, but my grandparents had an attic like this where not all of the floor is walkable because it's like flimsy ceiling. Yeah, so yeah. There's like a bunch of beams and walkways where mm-hmm. you can move about. But if you step off one of those, you basically just go through the ceiling and fall back yeah. down. Yeah, no, sure. and that's, right. yeah, and that's your controlled uh, consequence that this is the type right. of layout you're dealing with. So you have an escape route, but it goes via this kind mm-hmm. of Maze of beams. It's fine by me. Um, okay. So, uh, all right. So I suppose Wushvig is in the attic at this point, or yeah, do I, I need to roll to come down? Uh, no, I don't think you need right. to. You can you can hide wherever you want. All right. Okay. So let's say I've, I've set up the uh, the pulley, right? Mm-hmm. The rope, the yeah. pulley, and now I'm I'm just hiding in one of the bathroom stalls. Yes. Oh, I've I've got a newspaper, of course. Yeah. Yes, you will have to get this this harness onto him somehow. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm here with my my stuff. You know. Uh huh. Yeah. I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for. Yes. What load are you on? Incidentally, are you normal or light? I guess normal, right? Uh-huh. Actually, wait, no. uh, what do I need? I need. Let me think about what I need. Um, I guess the 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 rope and the rope and pulley doesn't really count as an item because that's not no. on me no yeah, that doesn't count that. so mm-hmm. yeah then i guess i'll have i mean my hookshot obviously and mm-hmm. weapon yeah and you don't have to predefine it you just have to decide on a load yeah. but yeah no, I, i'm just trying to figure out how much i'll need i think i should do it okay so you're on light load you can blend in it's useful cool all right, so now I need to know when it's Harbdil and not someone else walking into this bathroom. <laughs> so, what, if every now and again I'm peering out, I'm just opening the door a little bit of the stall yes. and go, is that him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He wears Muchi shoes with elevated oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Re- reverse yeah. uh, Eldiran L- heels. Yes. All right, okay. So you know what that means. You yeah. can identify okay. him by his shoes. <laughs> okay. Mm. And so, so a pair a pair of pointy shoes. I'm establishing <laughs> this about Hardil. He has very pointy shoes. Uh, enter the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Tree over there in the background, just going hmm hmm because it's like this is at my Hardil. Yeah. <laughs> no no no. Uh, I'm going mm-hmm, because you you made the moochie joke again, and I was like I have to remember to get back at you for that. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Mushrik, he he 
um, patiently waits uh, until the shoe the shoes are pointing towards you know uh, urinal or towards old. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Um, <laughs> and he waits for uh, you know the, the pants to drop. Yes. Sure. All right. What are pants to drop? Who who drops their pants to use the oh, urinal? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's only a compromise situation. Is what I'm waiting for. Uh huh. Yes. <laughs> and that. Uh, he's gonna step out of the stall, <laughs> um, and then you know, put put his sword around uh, Harbdol's neck and just quietly whisper in his ear, "Guys, who's, who's guy who's about to have his throat cut if he doesn't come quietly?" Says what? Yes, and he <laughs> says what in a very flat effect. It's just like <laughs> what. <laughs> and sure, roll your. <laughs> Roll to prowl, I guess. It's risky now. I don't yeah. I can't justify this being controlled even if you have the drop on him. Um, so risky standard. You can do this. You have uh, you, you you have cornered him. Alright, so this ambush. Yeah? It's like yep. a little it's one an ambush. Yeah. Uh, All right. I'm gonna assist you. Oh, well, no need. No need. Yeah. There's a six. You roll, a, you roll a six. So yeah, he says what in a flat effect. And then he realizes that he has a sword to his throat. And he doesn't do anything, I think. I, actually, yeah. what he does is probably he surreptitiously zips up his pants. No, no, no. And I said, no, no, no. By all means, finish. I, I, I need you to be. <laughs> well, I insist you, Piss. I insist. <laughs> well, yeah, no. I... Oh, I said, I insist you finish. This might be a long walk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say that I feel like um, maybe his what is just fine. I'm in this situation now. Yeah, I mean we've est- we've established that he's like that he rolls with the punches very easily. Yes. Yeah. So it's just like yeah, okay, fine then. Okay. So Mushfik, your next action is to somehow harness this guy up and hoist him into the ceiling. Which... Oh, oh, oh I like. That. All right, is he is he done? <laughs> Yes, okay. he, he finishes up. He All right. goes along with whatever the fuck is going on. <laughs> I'm going to assist you. Because, no. I mean, it's a separate role. So, but it's still the same yeah, thing. Yeah, the next role you yeah, can so. assist. Yeah, I was going to assist in this role by continuing to drink with this person and delaying, like, whatever next thing was going to happen. But, mm. yeah, the hoisting stuff, that's not me. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I think it's a role again, uh, Mushrik. <laughs> just to, like, yeah, get so him out I, of I th- here. But yeah, I think you have set yourself up so well that your position is once again controlled. Like he's not going yeah. to do anything stupid. I I am nothing if not polite. So I'm gonna say, uh-huh. look, please, sir, don't please don't scream for help, sir. I mm-hmm. it doesn't matter to me at all whether you live or die. I mm-hmm. I just need you out of the way for a bit. Um, pl- uh-huh. please uh, tie your. So I'm gonna hand him. So I'm holding him at sword point. I so. Yeah. I'm gonna so tell him, him to yeah. I'm just gonna tell him, like, please, please attach the, you know, uh, tie your feet up with this rope. Okay. Uh, this is where I assist you because last <laughs> night we, okay, I showed you how to put the harness on someone, yeah, and then we went through a drill to see if you can do it within 15 seconds. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. And now you're giving him the drill. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I think if you're going with this action. I think it's some sort of social. It's probably command, right? You're instructing him to do this. Does it make sense? Yeah. Okay. It's your call. Yeah, I I think so. I mean, you could also be trying to finesse him into the harness. Yeah, that's fair. We can also frame it as a finesse. Uh, it's controlled standard either way. Well, I mean, why wouldn't I take the one where I have more tie? 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, have okay. you met us? Like, I often take the one where I have less dice just so I can roll no dice. That's so, not a Finesse makes some sense since you've gone through yeah. the drill of like how to do this. So you're going to tie up his feet. Also, part of this action is actually hoisting him out here, which is definitely more of a finesse thing, like doing yeah. all of this subtly. All right. So if we want to roll all of this into one action, then yeah, finesse. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Two, five, and four. Okay. So you succeed. First of all, you hoist him into the ceiling. Mm. It is not a problem. Mm. Um, and <laughs> the... <laughs> This maybe isn't controlled, but maybe it is, actually. So I'm going to come up with the dumbest consequence for you. So you are holding this rope, right? You have you have it over a pulley system. So you pull yeah. on the rope, he goes up, he disappears mm -hmm. out of sight, and then a person enters the bathroom to find you, yes. to find this guy yes. holding a rope leading into the ceiling. So if it had been risky, they would have spotted Hardil, but they haven't. They just see you with a contraption. Just pretend to be a pervert. No, 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 don't do no, that. No, no, Our no, reputation no. is already so bad. No, no, no. I mean, it doesn't if... even look perverted. It just looks weird, uh, right? It's yeah, just look, yeah. <laughs> if, if anything, all the time that Mushpik has spent with Vidrohi has embedded into him is that he's definitely not a pervert. Like, mm -hmm. this is definitely yes. not what Vidrohi thinks he is. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> so, no. Um,. I think I'm gonna look at him uh, and okay. I just gotta go. Didn't you see the out of order sign? I'm free, I'm working here. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. We could we could frame this as a resist if you want to resist this consequence, or we could just say that you say it and delay a consequence. <laughs> it's up to you. If you want to resist it, then this yeah, guy it's, just a, it's, a, it's a resist. Like you know, like yeah, I'm working here. Don't you see the hole in the ceiling? Yeah. What are you doing here, man? <laughs> Then right. roll an appropriate resist, insight or resolve. I think probably insight to have thought of this excuse. Yeah, it's a little unclear what sort of of repair work involves attaching your pulley system to the ceiling. Yeah. But... I did two transport materials up there anyway. It's the two, so I get four stress. It makes sense. Oh, this is a high stakes, high stress situation that you're in. <laughs> yes. and it's it's yeah. a very dumb excuse. Yes. <laughs> so the the guy just goes like, "Oh, I'm sorry." And then he closes the door and then he realizes, wait, there's no out of order side. This is the only bathroom. <laughs> and he's like, and I really have to go. Yes. <laughs> by that time, you have enough time to scurry up the rope and disappear. So, <laughs> let's cut to Bidrahi. We have successfully healing the lawyer. Okay, so what's happening with me? Yes, so... Just because it's funny, let's have this cafe be like across the street from the pub. It's like really nearby. Mm -hmm. And Al-Kader is having a meeting with Priti Chandra. And I think, you know, this is the first time we see her. So it's uh, important to pay some attention to her. Mm -hmm. And she is like a fairly short woman. She definitely mm -hmm. has like the Kethrisi appearance. But I think, you know, you have... All right, Bidru, he actually hasn't. But the other Kethrisi people have seen the gentleman back home. And, you know... It's a it's a very stratified society. Mm -hmm. He is like dressed very finely in Uduashan fashions, and uh, but I think it's evident that she's a little penniless. So basically, I guess she has nice clothes on, but they're a little bit out of date fashion-wise, and maybe even a little bit worn. You know, she's down on her luck. Things have not been going well for her, and uh, she looks at uh, Alcader. And uh, picks up, like, bats herself with a fan. And she says, well, well, why is your contact 
taking so long. It's enough that I have to wait for the damned lawyer. Okay, but Prince, you haven't answered, you haven't given the most important detail, which is: mm-hmm. is she an attractive young woman? Uh, I think, yes, reasonably attractive. She's like, just just to make this, you know, interesting. I don't know that she is necessarily Bidrahi's type. Mm. I think the thing about her, right, is that she looks very, very posh, mm. but but she doesn't have the natural charisma, like the natural bearing, mm. to be like attractive in and of herself. If you see what I mean. She's mm. the sort of person who wears nice clothes but doesn't quite carry them. Mm. All right, baby. Bidra is 19. He has a type, but that changes yep. all the time. Yes, yes. We shall see how things go. We shall see how things go indeed. Uh, but yes, she is, she is older than 19, but not like a lot. I think she's a fairly young woman. And uh, what I'm trying to convey is that she could be reasonably attractive, but she's also a bit insecure. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Deep down inside, Pedro is also insecure. Yeah. Uh, and she slams down the fan and looks at Alcader, and he says, Oh, oh well. <clears throat> and he, uh, like, looks at his watch and looks over to to Bidrui, I guess, for, for clues. I guess Pedro is. Are you doing this Cyrano de Bergerac style? Are you hidden in the bushes outside or something? Is that what's going on? Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. I actually have no idea what I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> um, I think uh, you know, this is the part of the plan where I was like really just entirely winging it. I think I'm in the pub. Uh, this can- Sorry, in the cafe. Not yep. the pub, because the pub's a different building. I'm in the cafe, uh, just having mm-hmm. a nice, uh, relaxing Uduashan tea, which mm-hmm. isn't real tea, but that's just how it is. And just watching the situation unfold, and then I kind of like give him a thumbs up, just to see. Because, you know, let's see. Yep, yep. absolutely. Mm-hmm. So he brushes off his vest a little bit and he says, Don't worry about it, my dear. Don't worry at all. You see, uh, <clears throat> when my contact gets here, this whole business about about the money, it will all be taken care of. All be taken care of. Then he nods self-satisfied and says, What do you mean, this business about the money? I owe the Majesty Bank money. All right? The Majesty Bank. Do you understand what that means? Yes, yes, I'm, I'm familiar with it. Plenty of people back home ended up in trouble with, with that institution, but fret not. I have a friend. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do I, know, do I know who this person is? Is he talking about me or is it someone else that we, don't, we haven't heard of yet? Okay, I, w- I will let you choose unusually, Chloe, because I think it's funniest if I choose. Uh, so... Either he's entirely bullshitting and he does not have a plan at all, or he has a plan and it's really terrible. <laughs> I will let you choose which one of these is true on this think, particular occasion. I think he has a terrible plan. Okay, good. So then he has uh, a contact that you'd really rather not be here. Mm. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. So that person is on the way. And oh, uh, the question is if you know about it. I don't think you do, but he nods and he's like yes don't worry the, the whole bank thing it will be dealt with mm-hmm. this is the first time i'm hearing about any of this so i'm like mm-hmm. huh yes of course okay uh, you know i want to see who this person is because i don't know how uh-huh. to play this yet yes mm-hmm. excellent so he, okay i i only have one idea and i'm going with it because it's dumb as fuck oh, so, yes. well you see in in Uduasha, um, Money is not always as important as connections. And 
and collaborations with the, the right person. And it just so happens that there's a man who is very interested in your case. He says with a bright smile. And then he says, ah, here he is now. Captain Peregrine, come in. Oh, why Both would you say yes? Both are toxic. <laughs> Always pick the option where Al Qadar and Katam doesn't know what he's doing, because then you can tell him what to do. Mm. So Captain Perrigan's about to stroll into the. Well, yes. I guess he just strolls in, right? Yes, he just strolls in, mm-hmm. and uh, he says, "Ah, yes. Good afternoon. Um, I understand your lady friend. Ah, yes, yes. Very unfortunate. Don't you worry about it. This sort of matter can generally be handled. Stay." Your family, Vidaha, back in Kethris, I have a couple of questions about them. Hmm? And he glides down and takes a seat. And what is going to happen is that he is going to start. Now he is turning this around. Now this is becoming his investigation. And unless you do something, he's going to finish his investigation clock to figure mm-hmm. out, like, why is this woman not noble and what happened to the paper? Mm-hmm. Okay. Vidaha uh, is going to spring his, his plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had arranged this, uh, and he was trying to keep the actual outcome of it open-ended. He will spin the narrative to... He would spin the af- narrative afterwards to suit whatever we need in terms of, like, do we want yep. this woman to be actually impressed with Al-Qadir or not? Mm-hmm. Uh, but this cafe also happens to be the... Hmm. So, we have some rivals. Uh, we have Jasper's Jazilchis, which is Omid's group. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the Falling Star. We have the Falling Star... Is it possible at all that this is the favorite drinking ground of one of the one of the falling star people that we pissed off? Sure, sure. So, <laughs> but do they know me? Is the thing. I mean, one of them does. Hambirao knows me. Hambirao knows you. Yes. Yeah, because Very what I want, uh-huh. what I want is someone to start a fight with me, and it's not my fault. Okay. Um, yeah. Does it make sense that it's Hambirao, or does it make sense to be? Tursan Diamond Tooth. No, Tursan Diamond Tooth doesn't actually know you. Yeah, but uh, maybe now he does because now because afterwards people know, knew about the falling uh, the rising moon and I'm a yeah. very public person. Uh-huh. So maybe he I does. Think, yeah, I think Tursan makes more sense just because Hambirao is actually like somewhat level-headed and Tursan Diamond Tooth is an absolute idiot. He's yes, the sort of person who would do this. Yeah, just like so, me. Sure. So your plan is at at the very moment that Peregrine enters and starts fiddling with this investigation. Tursan Demontus has been he's been there for all this time, but I've been hiding from him. And Ah, now is when I strategically stand up and kind of like uh, stretch my arms, and then I kind of like go, "Oh, Al Qadir, sir, it's me, Bidrohi, Bidrohi Ankhatam. Remember me, and hello, Captain Peregrine. It's me, Bidrohi Ankhatam of the Rising Moon Sword School." Okay, roll something to provoke Turzan. And uh, the reason that Turzan is here is that you have prevented him, you have provided him with vouchers, I think. I think this is something. <laughs> <laughs> he was promised a free coffee. <laughs> That's why he's here. He was he like, I mean, it, like, it's very important that we note. Yeah, he's a moron. Turzan Diamond yes. Tooth, like, incredible. Will cut you to bits by just looking at you. Has four brain cells, and they're all yeah. devoted to his teeth. 
is, he's, yeah, he's trying to cash in like a hand-drawn voucher for a free coffee. <laughs> okay, there's a very quick zero, uh, zero stress flashback where I'm like, okay, remember Balmurad, how you put some shit into Tours and Diamond Tunes mailbox, so yes. you know where it is. This time, don't yes. put the shit, put this. Yes. All right, guys. <laughs> he has a voucher for a free coffee and cake. <laughs> very aggressively trying to cash out his free coffee and cake. I mean, he's a celebrity. They probably give it to him. Uh, but yes. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, that's what's happening. Yeah. Let's see if you can if you can distract him. So what's, it's an action, and yeah, I think what, it's risky. It, it's yeah. almost desperate, but you're controlling the situation, so let's split the difference. Uh, sway. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Okay. Risky standard. Do I have any sort of relevant? I feel like I don't know how anybody I, I, could help you with this. I have a devil's bargain for you, and it's a really dumb devil's bargain. Uh-huh. Oh god, yeah, gone. The waitress that Turusan is uh, is harassing is like a very beautiful young lady who does not deserve this kind of treatment. Oh, for mm. fuck's sake! Okay, tell you what. You. Petro, here, I'm on my feet. I'm on my knees. <laughs> I can tell you what. It's no longer an action role because I'm going to demand satisfaction. <laughs> so I'm taking this devil's bargain and I'm just making it fiction. Okay. Yes. <laughs> like, Very good. Uh, Diamond <laughs> Tooth, sir, how are you? Diamond Tooth, sir, what are you doing? This, What is this kind of behavior? Look, listen, can you not see that this young lady is a minimum wage worker? I don't know that they have minimum wage here. Can, yeah. <laughs> they, they don't have minimum wage here. Can you not see that this young woman is both very, very beautiful and also very, very underprivileged. Whereas, sir, you are both very privileged and very beautiful. This is very uh-huh. big power imbalance. And, sir, I think you should apologize to her right now or I will defend her with my sword. Okay. So, take one stress to draw their full attention plus one stress free. Do you want any extra features? Mm. He has no companions, so avoiding his companions is not. Uh, but do you want to draw a supportive audience from the waitress? You can pay an extra stress for that. Or uh, actually, uh, I'll just yeah. very briefly retcon the very last thing I said because I don't want—I don't want to say I will defend her with my sword because then I'm the aggressor. Yeah, I want to provoke him into a fight where he, it's yes. his fault. Yes, absolutely. I, I yeah. buy that. You will—you yeah. will defend her honor. Yes, huh? sir. I will do. I, I will do what I have to do, but I would yes. rather not because you are very cool. Uh-huh. So how many stress <laughs> are you spending? Okay. Yes. Uh huh. For a few minutes rather than a few moments. Yes, I think I would like a few minutes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I assume. Do I? I assume that I'll take get their f- full attention anyway. There's no one else worth yeah. the fight, right? Yeah. No. Uh, they don't have companions. Supportive audience. Yeah, supportive audience. The so three stress. Three stress. So, yeah. The baseline one stress. The mm-hmm. few minutes and the supportive audience. Yep. So, uh, people, people hear you hear your name being shouted out tonight. I guess someone, like you say this, there's an eerie silence as Turzan turns around, frustrated with his lack of free coffee. And then someone in the back of the cafe just pipes up like, Ketri Sindaman! Why does it sound like that? Because <laughs> it's a very small person. <laughs> it may even be a child. Yes, it may even be a child, in fact, who saw the... <laughs> Who saw that? Uh, mm, Ketri Sindabad. Uh, oh, this is a very good message to put forward before the Ketri gentle lady. Hmm. Yes. Uh-huh. You know, maybe she's a patriot. Uh, 
Yes. And so Dursan Diamond Tooth holds up his empty mug, which he brought himself for some deranged reason. <laughs> it's his lucky mug. Yes. He holds up his mug. That's his number one Ustad. And he, <laughs> yes. and he points at it and he goes, I have not had my coffee yet, so I guess I'll have to warm up some other way. Punk! <laughs> Sets out his favorite mug very carefully. Sir, if you warm up even more, I don't know if Uduasha can contain two fires as hot as the Udu. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a very strange sort of challenge I'm doing, where I'm, where I'm gassing him up and complimenting him, Jit. Yes. And he, I think... He, if he had five brain cells, he would be confused. But he yeah. doesn't have that many brain cells. So <laughs> he's not confused. And more crucially, he has no coffee. So. <laughs> <laughs> he advances on you. And, I mean, he always carries his sword on him. So I guess he draws it. And uh, Peregrine, who is, after all, law enforcement, looks up at this in uh, some some dismay and discombobulation and yeah you have what you want Tours of diamond tooth is fighting you and you have the attention of the entire cafe you also have the attention of your rival peregrine so but you know we he's a rival because he's looking into me but he doesn't mm -hmm. hate me i don't yeah. think mm -hmm. uh -huh. yeah yes okay so Tours of so, diamond tooth has drawn his sword on me and i'm yes. like what do you do Okay, this is serious honor for me to have sword drawn by Tours and Diamond Tooth, but I mean, yeah, you know what? I'm going to draw the sword out as well. I'm going to draw my own sword and I'll be like, sir, I am doing this for your own good. Please don't make a spectacle of yourself. I mean, you are, of course, very spectacular and you make spectacle of yourself all the time in Colosseum, but that's a different environment. It's very different here. This man is member of the Falconers, sir. Please, see reason. And I'm going to like defend myself as I'm like trying to pretend I'm talking him down. Okay, so what, what, what are you actually trying to accomplish here? Okay, uh, so here's the thing. I can't actually beat him in a fight. Uh -huh. Right, he's, no. much, he's much, much, yeah. much better than I am. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't know how hard he's going to try to beat me, but yeah, yeah I can't beat him. So either yeah. I'm going to roll skirmish or finesse or something like that to defend myself, or I'm going to be rolling a social action to look good while I hold my own. And the action is actually targeted Peregrine or someone. What yeah, do you think that's makes sense? What I'm, I'm asking what you hope to achieve here. Mm. Like, what is your ideal outcome? Because I get that you want to defend yourself. That's kind of baked into it. But like, what sort of message do you want to send here? In fact, I think my main target here, ultimately, uh, what I'm trying to achieve here is for Priti Chandra, that's her name, right? Yeah. Priti Chandra to know about the Rising Moon Sword School, to know that there's some Ketrisi people here who are like, you know, like the Ankatams. And, you know, there's people here who are really trying to defend the honor of Ketris. And, yes. okay, so she's a gentle woman, which means obviously we have a class antagonism, but maybe yes. she doesn't see it that way. She probably uh -huh. just sees it as like, you know, oh yeah, Ketris, okay. Ketris forever, right? So I'm trying to impress okay. her mm -hmm. and get her on a good side. It's, yeah, it's a weird thing, but yes, then it sounds like a sway. Mm -hmm. And it's desperate mostly because, like, tours, well, no, it, it's not desperate. He's not going to kill you in open street, actually. It's risky. Mm -hmm. And the main risk you have is, like, losing the fight. Mm. Like, he won't kill you, but he might fuck you up. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it might be desperate in the sense that I might just end up looking really, really bad and drawing a lot of attention on me. 
we can frame it as desperate that way. Yes. Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. you convinced me. It's desperate standard. Congratulations, you made it. Yay! <laughs> desperate standard it is. Let's uh, mm -hmm. just Yep. Uh huh. I am defending this. Get your shit, Kingdom. Kingdom. Yep. Kingdom. Yes. 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 Uh, is there any devil's bargains here? Uh hmm. Is there a devil's bargain? I can only think of one, and it's super stupid. Go on. So it's it's that kind of day. Yes. The one I can think of is like you swing your sword around like very flashily, and you break his mug. Oh my god, you gotta do this! He's gonna hate you forever! Yes. Mm, it's very symbolic, because this if this goes well, this represents the moment when he's no longer the number one Ustad. Yes. <laughs> I'm not saying yeah, it's going to be me, but he will no longer be yeah. the number one. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Praying this works. Yes. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Don't roll. Have you rolled? Don't... Oh, yes, okay. I have rolled. Two sixes. <laughs> Two sixes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> don't get disarmed. You like hold your own. I think that's enough for a crit bonus. Like as you said, this guy's very, very, very good. Yeah. So, uh, you can't win this fight still, even with a crit. But what you can do is not lose it. You can like fight him to a standstill. <laughs> you also break his mug, piss him off, <laughs> and uh, well, uh, Priti Chandra is very impressed, and she is definitely aware of you. And this is a good thing because she was, you know, she was investigating what the hell happened to her property. Uh, but this is unrelated. This is just like, wow, hey, Kethra is really cool. <laughs> and so yeah, everything just kind of goes your way. You you cross swords with him like a couple of blows. It's over very quickly, and then he turns and he goes like, "My mug." <laughs> mm -hmm. And because he has five braid cells, he doesn't immediately realize that it got knocked off the table in this fight. Mm -hmm. Oh, just, incredible! He just like stops fighting you and gets more concerned about his mug. He was like, great, now what am I going to put my coffee in? This is the worst day ever. Oh, no. As it turns away, I'm going to very theatrically go and then kind of like uh, spin around and I'm going to land crash bang into the table that uh, Priti Chandra, uh, yeah. Al-Qadir and Captain Peregrine at. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to just break up this meeting. This meeting will not go forward any further. Yes. I'm just going to make it impossible for them to reasonably continue with the meeting. And I don't know if this is another action, but I'm just going to I'm going to pretend that you know I got beaten up and uh, uh -huh. be like the gallant defender of Ketrisi honor. And also, sorry about the meeting. Yes, I think you can achieve this. And so Peregrine uh, looks your way. I think hmm, since things went so well for you here. I think actually Peregrine will see you and Alcadere and he will connect the dots that like, oh yeah, you are just up to some shenanigans again. Well, I'm not falling for it. And he's just going to believe that you and Alcadere have some cunning plan to bait him here and distract him, which is actually true, but he's like too smart by half here. And mm -hmm. so he doesn't advance his investigation because he assumes that you are trying to distract him with this whole thing. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Yeah. Okay, and if there's a moment afterwards, uh, mm -hmm. maybe once we're outside in the cafe and I'm like, ah, oh, ow, ouch, oh, look, I'm so hurt. And, you know, then I point at my actual lingering in uh, yeah. injuries. And it'll... and how is Pritichanda reacting to me, by the way? 
yes, so she is absolutely smitten by you. I mean, you rolled a critical, so mm-hmm. she uh, she looks at you and she goes, "I had no idea there were such sword fighters in back home." Pretty Chandra Vidha, she says, introducing herself because she has no reason to, and she says, "Like, and what? Pray tell, what house are you of?" Oh God, do I dare? He just assumes that you are nobility because, you know, you could fight with a sword real cool. Do I dare? Do I do it? Do, do I do it? Yes. Yes. Do I dare I'd... to eat a peach? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, uh, oh, I am Bidruhi of House Ankatam. And then I kind of like give Alkadir a look of like play along. Yeah. Just like a real, real, real quick glance. Bidruhi of House Ankatam. We are of. Uh, no, we are of a gentleman family that has fallen on hard times, very, very hard, and we are here making ends meet in Uduasha in the hospitality ghetto. But I assure you, ma'am, even though we are on hard times, we have not forget forgotten that the noble obligation that the gentlemen have to shepherd the common people of Kethris, and so we cross swords with any miscreants who dare dishonor and come uh, and who are. And who want to take advantage of the um, reduced circumstances of the Ketrasi population here in Uduasha? We would love very much to show you around our area. And Al Qadir said he is our spiritual guru. Yes, yes, indeed. But he said no compromise with evil forces. No compromise okay. whatsoever. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Al Qadir throws in, and mm-hmm. she looks between you and Al Qadir and goes, "But is this?" I had, I had absolutely no idea. I thought, I thought you were just some bureaucrat or some petty politician. He says, looking at Alka there. No, says, have you forgotten his last name? Ankatam. Yes, <clears throat> yes Ankatam. Petty politician? No, not I. Not I. I have greater ambitions. Nobel politician, sir is. I think. Okay, so honestly, I think it's very clear that I'm out of character and just making all this up. I have no idea where I'm going with this, honestly. Yes. But mm-hmm. I think, but I think also, I am trying to distract her away from. I mean, I've prevent. We have yeah. prevent successfully prevented her from going forward in this current avenue through kidnapping mm-hmm. Hardil, and I think now I'm just like throwing more oil in the water. Yes, exactly. I think now you're just confusing it. So I, I was about to say, let's cut back to Saida, yeah. who is yeah, yeah. at yeah. the heart of this. So you have successfully thrown Peregrine off the trail. Uh, you did break Tursan Diamond Tooth's mug, which there may be consequences for that down the line. But but let's cut back to Saida, who is... Yeah, there is a woman here waiting, there is a tempting manila folder, and there is a tempting briefcase. Do you do anything if not something's going to happen? Yes, I am gonna do something mm-hmm. uh, because, judging by the total lack of sound um, and the general, uh, um, wow, I can only think of uh, non-English words. Hullabaloo. Yes, that's a good word. Uh, that everything just sort of kind of kind of gone fine. I'm gonna be like, oh well, maybe the plan has gone okay. In which case, I'm gonna look at this woman and I'm gonna say, um, you know, I won't lie to you. I think that. He's having some kind of stomach issue. If you want to just leave the folder here, you can see that he's left his briefcase. I'm sure 
you know, he trusts the bartender to look after it. And, you know, I'm going to be here for a while because, well, I'm going to have to finish this bottle, but I don't want to keep you. So, mm-hmm. and I want to just convince her that, like, she can leave the folder with me. And yeah. then she's not really leaving with me. She's leaving it with Hardin. Which is yeah, fine. we we don't know anything about this woman, so let's just say risky nope. standard, and let's see if you can do it. Let's see if she. Yeah, great. Uh, risky standard. I have. Uh, I'm good at swaying, uh, mm-hmm. which is nice. Um, I'm just gonna roll the saving. I think it's fine. Uh, mm-hmm. I was wondering whether I wanted to. No, I will push for a die here because okay. uh, if this goes well, then like this just finishes the score. So mm-hmm. uh, risky standard. One bonus die from pushing. Mm-hmm. Six. It's a six. Lovely. You're rolling so well this entire score. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, this is ridiculous, to be honest. And, like, the so, other yes. three dice were all fails. Yes. So she nods and she says, Well, I want no part of this. And you found out nothing about this from. And then she realized that you had no idea who the fuck she is because uh, she never introduced <laughs> herself. And so she just puts down the folder and leaves. And she's like, Well, if there is trouble from this, Hardil might be upset, but no one knows it was me, so yeah, like exactly. no one else. Um, and once that happens, I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna finish this bottle, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, then I'm gonna pick up the folder. I'm gonna pick up mm-hmm. the briefcase, which I know is trapped, so I'm not gonna bother opening it. Yep. And then I'm gonna calmly walk out. <laughs> okay. I, I think we only have one element left. This has gone so well. Yes. And yeah. the one element left is Mushvik getting out via the attic. So you've yes. hoisted Hardil up, you've climbed up yourself. Uh, you're in this, like, kind of derelict attic. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you sort of scouted it out before. Yeah. Um, actually, so Hardil, he's gone, like, he can walk around, for, right? Um, I mean, I, I have I to tie him so. up. Well, well, I tied yeah. up his feet to hoist him up so he doesn't struggle too yeah. much. But now that we're here, I, um, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you untie him, yeah. Yeah, I will untie his feet, but like, yeah. I mean, I think he understands that if he tries to run, I'm gonna stick him yeah. in the back with my sword. You, you have a weapon, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, push like, yes. so, yeah, just to say that. All right, like, uh, I, I think Mushvik is pleasantly surprised about how all this went. So he says, hard, uh, he talks, you know, he enters the heart and says, like, I mean, you know, you've been, uh, you've been really calm about all this, like, uh, you know. Thanks a lot, you know. This this uh, this went way better than I thought it would. Um, <laughs> Don't admit that to him. Huh? <laughs> yeah. And he says, "Ah, yes, there would have been other approaches. I assume you're after the contents of my briefcase." I'm uh, I'm going to level with you, uh, Hardil. I don't know why I'm here. They just told me <laughs> that you were. Um, going to cause some trouble for us, so you know it was an off day for me. So I'm here. Um, uh. Yeah. Um... Well, in that case, I have a proposal. He says calmly. <laughs> and he just says, "I, if you do not know why you're here, and truthfully, I don't know why I'm here. How about I just give you four coin, and we'll call it even, and I walk out of here and go about my business." Oh my oh, god! No, no, no! I don't think I could do that. No. No, <laughs> no I made a. You should. You should take the my, money. My... Yeah, huh? I should. I mean, like, as in, like, out of character, he doesn't know that, like, we've stolen his stuff. Yeah. 
okay. but in character maybe you can't actually that's uh, that's fine. no no yeah. in, in character i can't you know my much because yeah. uh no I'm like sorry my my word is my bond you know can't uh it's all right hey but maybe i'll click kidnap you some other time huh <laughs> uh, okay. does hard your left no but i am <laughs> no, no. no all right i'm just uh, yeah. He oh. he raises an eyebrow at you, and uh. I I think how we'll handle this since we're <laughs> aiming to wrap up the score anyway. Uh, I think he will come with you. Actually, yeah. like you have prepared a way out of here. I don't see any point in like throwing in no. any further obstacles. But unless you do something about it, unless you like try to distract or divert him, he is going to have his wits about him when he joins the rest of the crew. Yeah, I think that so. makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And so to be honest, no. Go yeah, on. basically, if you don't do anything, he will have some time to formulate a plan in his head. But I don't think it's in character for Mushvik to like try to stop him or distract him or like fast talk him or something. I don't so know. I don't think so. Where he's going? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, look, this this has been a very productive meeting. I'm gonna say that. Look, yeah. you know, you've been so cooperative. Why don't we just, you know, let's just walk out of here, right? We, we ah. both know where we stand. <laughs> very well. Yeah. Very well. He says. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I now wonder whether when Saida meets him, we can just be like, oh, hi, uh, you forgot your briefcase. I can just hand it back to him. And uh -huh. Like, well, the folder is clearly what we want. So yeah. I'm just going to pretend that we never got it. Like, she never okay. arrived. Okay. Yes. <laughs> you know sure. what I mean? <laughs> no, why not? So you're going to kidnap Hardil, politely give him his briefcase back and tell him he can go? <laughs> no, I, I, want to, I want to speak to him before he goes. Okay. Right, we have a little time left of the session, yeah. so I guess yeah. let's do that. Let's you all just kind of meet up in an alleyway where Mushvik has Hardil, like not at sword point because you can't just walk around with a drawn sword, right? But but yeah, he, he understands. So yeah. you all just convene. Mm. Guys, everything is going really, really great. Uh, I'll tell you all about it later. But we have like many new fans, and also we are totally. Uh, wait, is this? Is this Hardil Subramanian? Uh, yeah, they have the same. Okay. Yeah. Mr. Hardil Subramanian, I have been wanting to do this for a long time. Uh, it is not my policy to, you know, torture a prisoner or anything like that. So I'm just telling you that I wanted to do this long before we knew we were going to capture you. Okay? Is that okay? Can I say that? <laughs> he raises an eyebrow at you and he says, Can I just speak with with your supervisor instead he says and he looks at <laughs> yeah i'm gonna look at him and first so i think to be clear what i've done is that i like put the folder in somewhere where he can't see it okay i've already yeah. snatched the folder mm -hmm. um i'm gonna hand uh, the suitcase back to him yeah and i will say first i will i will say this to uh uh bidrohi i will say you need to stop kind of front-loading everything you say with, like, your own personal monologue, okay? You just need to talk, like this. And then I'm going to look at uh, Hardil, and I'm going to say, um, now, Ramu, whom you know, was uh, not my favorite person, but he was right about one thing. He never gave in to your nonsense. What I think my young compatriot here is trying to inform you is that we don't appreciate what you try to do 
you, you try to take advantage of people who are already in desperate need. And I'm not about to cut your throat because, well, it's impolite and also would create a lot of trouble. But I, want, I was doing this to impress upon you this message. You better stay gone. Yeah. And I'm going to try and pretend the entire thing was like me, yeah. like somehow <laughs> doing this and like misdirecting him away from yes. like yeah. the other thing. I don't. I don't think there's an action here. It's not interesting. Like you've sure. already, you've already won this score so hard. So he he sighs and he says, <clears throat> "Well, I don't know your name, my friend, but if the message you are trying to send is to not ever do business with the people of Kethris again, I believe I did not need to be further instructed." <laughs> because this has gone horribly. Yeah. Okay, but auntie, 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 can I just give him one kick in testicles? I'm gonna look at look at him, uh, and I look back at uh, just one Hardil, and I'm gonna say, I have no doubt that this man wears a card piece. <laughs> I have no doubt that he wears a card piece. By the way, I think that like one of the reasons it took him a while to zip back up <laughs> is that he was like filling yeah. the card piece back before he zipped <laughs> up. Yes, he looks coolly at at Bidruhi, and he just says, "If it helps, I was going to bribe this gentleman with four coin." <laughs> okay, that helps very much. Please make donation to the noble cause. And okay, instead of kicking you in balls, I will impose one penalty on you. It is my right as Ramu's son, and I'm going to square up to him. And I will be like, I, you are not worthy of wearing Muchi. <laughs> and I'm going to take his shoes from him. You're going to steal his shoes? And let that be a lesson to him. Yeah. Okay. So, well, uh, what is going to happen if you take his shoes is that he's not going to pay you a bribe, actually, because this is already a donation. <laughs> but... Are these shoes worth four coin? I mean, I guess they must be. I, I probably they are. We know that he's a very fancy dresser. So, mm. uh, so he, he steps out of the shoes and he says, "Very good. I will consider that matter settled, and I will not be taking on any more Kethrisy clients, gentlewoman or not." Good day. <laughs> he walks indignantly away with no Silly. shoes and his briefcase. Yeah, I know. I've been there. <laughs> 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 okay, and auntie, look, the eyelets are made of real Severusi silver. But but surely Bidrahim won't just keep the shoes, right? Surely he will sell them and donate the proceedings to the Hitler's okay, cause. Okay, Bidrahim, now you must now you must take the ghost weapon thing, because if the shoes have Severosi silver in it, that means that they can be used to kick ghosts. I just want to point this out to you. <laughs> oh, that is true! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> that is why he wears the Muchi shoes, yes. so that he yes. can kick ghosts. <laughs> yes. Mm. It is that. It depends. He has, you can't bribe a ghost, so if one turns up, you need to be able to kick it in the nuts. <laughs> I think as I realize this, I look down at the cowboy boots I'm wearing, which are also Muchi, mm -hmm. as we've established. And yes. I'm yes. like, well, what do you know, son of a gun? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look back at Bedrohi and I'm going to say, are we done now? 
Can yes, we yeah. please leave? Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> and this is when you realize one of the reasons that they're acting a bit out of, that they're talking a bit more casually, is also that they're drunk. Mm. <laughs> right? Like, she's like, just like talking more as if she's your age or she's like among contemporaries because she's down two bottles of wine now. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Two, what? Two bottles of Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, because it was all in Hargill's tap. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think this accomplishes the score with flying colors. It was a very weird score. Yes. <laughs> yeah. you have, we you just have succeeded at every turn. Yes. Yeah, you did. So you have successfully prevented Pretty Chandra from investigating this matter any further, both because she is now distracted with it, going like, hey, my Ketrisi countrymen are actually cool, maybe I shouldn't marry into an Udwashan family. Maybe I should marry into House Ankatham. Mm. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Or at least she's gotten her eye up to, like, previously I think she thought she was just, you know, alone in the city and needed this mm. proof to make connections with the local nobles. Maybe now she has changed her mind. And the other thing is, Hardil will not be working with her anymore. And to be honest, she probably needed someone of Hardil's caliber to untangle Mr. Rohini's mess that Sayida yeah. created. So, yeah, I think you achieved your goals, weirdly. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm going to add her as a contact. Is that fair? Yep. Yep. Please Priti do. Chandra, what was the last name? Videha. How do you spell that? V-I-D-H-A. Okay. A gentle, a gentleman of Kethris. Mm-hmm. I think the word yeah, gentleman... establishing that in, yeah, Kethrisy gentleman is uh, gender neutral. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Excellent. We shall, we shall see what comes of that. Yes. Uh, let us do payoff and then XP and then wrap it up. Here close the doors to the House of Endings. Those who dwell within are Sohem, called Cloth, Adiat, called Soap, Saumitri, called Tree, and Emma. I have been Prince, your host. Our city of Uduasha is based on Blades in the Dark by John Harper and Evil Hat Productions, with special thanks to Johnstone Metzger. Follow us on Twitter. Or support us on ko-fi.com slash desperateattune. If you want to engage further with us, we also have a Patreon at patreon.com slash desperateattune, where you will get our newsletter, extra content, and updates from Uduasha. On the next episode of Desperate Tune. I, I've come all the way from Sunfall. All the way from Sunfall? I've never been to Sunfall. Sister Moss, have you been to Sunfall? I wouldn't recommend it. Okay. Then fuck, then fuck that place. Absolute bitch-ass place. I will never go to Sunfall. Sister Moss, I hope you have never been to Sunfall. Because I, it sounds I like you're better than it. So I have say? never. I have never and I shall never. Excellent. Very good. Very good attitude. That is how we should fuck Sunfall. We all hate Sunfall here. Uh, yes. Where's Sunfall? Very good question.
I see. Looking at uh, Clem. It's in hell. Don't go there. <laughs>